Hey guys, this is a on-the-fly impromptu podcast that I did with my good buddy Vince, who I met at a spa and sauna location in Bali. We hit it off, we had a great chat, we decided we'd sit down and speak business. Um, we delved into a little bit about life, a little bit about how we ended up here, um, business, vision, and really excitingly towards the end, we explore what Vince is doing with Stereogate, what their vision looks like and how they can get there. So I hope you get value from it. And uh, as always, focus on bringing your brand into a space where it can contribute positively. So the, the timing was really interesting in meeting this person because yesterday, you know, I told you about my dog passing away. Yeah. I yeah. felt my body shut down and my heart close in. Right. I didn't really know what to do about it. And then yesterday, something came up about it and I, I was like, I was like, come on, I was like, it's okay to like let it out, cry, like if anything's yeah. and I was like doing this and I was massaging my heart and then it's I had this like really fucking violent release. It was like it wasn't like cry I cried, but it was more like I felt like all of this was just going like that and pushing yeah. it was like it, it was like it felt like if you get a uh, toothpaste tube and you just roll it up yeah. and you're squeezing like, out the drain. It felt like ones. and it felt like that, except yeah. the toothpaste was more like uh, energy I couldn't see rather than tears. And I was saying, yeah, like, I was like, open your heart. And I was like, it's okay to lose love. And I was, and then it just triggered me. And I was like, it's okay to lose love. And I'm a, I'm a highly intuitive person. So sometimes I just say things and do things that I don't really know why I'm doing it. It just kind of happens and it turns yeah. out it's exactly the right thing. You know, like with people as well. So I did that and then it was funny because I was like, I want to open my heart. And like, come on, I want to open the heart. And then she turns up last night and she's a coach in sexuality and heart opening. Right. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that fucking wild? That is Energetically, wild. you Dude, can attract you know, you know what else is well done? I had the ex- almost the exact same thing. I didn't, I didn't massage or anything. No, I was on my bed yesterday. I felt kind of shit because because uh, she's she's gonna be here tomorrow. You know, my, mm. my ex or children. Yeah. I don't know. No, I had kind of this this moment where I felt like, okay, I have to just just release it, like release the energy, release mm. all my thoughts and whatnot. And I, I tried to cry, but I couldn't. And I was just like, you know. Tensioning, yeah. whatever it's called. You know what I mean? Then in the end, I did cry after a while. Oh, it good. happened. Good on you, brother. Cry brothers. <laughs> yeah, bro. cry brothers, bro. <laughs> Fucking emotions, man. They're supposed to be there. Yes. You shut any, any components yeah, of those do. emotions down, other ones don't get to flourish either. That's it, really. I had to, it just had to come out, really. Mm. And it did, and it felt a lot better afterwards. Amazing, bro. I'm stoked. Yeah. That's fucking. There's a, uh, you know, like, just just the same as you know the fact that we've had these stories is I'm sure there's a reason that you and I have met you know, and we're vibing like oh, it's got you got to trust I just trust that things unfold yeah, as dude. opposed to you know what I mean we're both opening up for this kind of relationship well, relationship I would call it yeah you know. yeah bro relationship in all facets man for me it's the relationship with myself with a woman with my business with my future yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking interesting timing mm. <coughs> So, um, oh yeah, so you, you said before, what am I working on? Yeah. It's been really interesting, man. I've, um, I've been doing a lot, of, a lot of work on and off, kind of focusing on what it is that I want my thing to be long term. And uh, after meeting with this psychic, which was really interesting, where she was chatting about this life mission that I'll start accomplishing at 40, I realized how important that is, um, which I won't talk too much about, so I'm just going to see what happens in life. Yeah. But... With that, on top of the work I was already doing, one of the things that came through was about the people that I work with and this opportunity to go down a path of you know, dealing with more 
typical businesses or dealing with what I'm currently dealing with, which is people who are really passionate about their thing. You know, like they're fully invested in it, they really care about it, like it's a big deal, it's fucking awesome for them. Yeah. They're, they're ready to invest money, all that kind of stuff. And you know, she'd said, just like stay down that path, even yeah. though it can be more challenging. It's easy to sure, it's easy to say it's just business and to be ruthless and not give a fuck, right? Or not, not even that's, not give a fuck. That's but like, the easy way out, yeah. But to be like the truth, not give a fuck is too harsh, that's, that's incorrect. But the, the easy way out of like, it, the concept of it's just business, it's like, no, it's, it's your livelihood, it's your passion, it's where you're investing your energy, yeah. what you give out and your energy is what you're gonna get back. So how I show up in business is what I'm gonna attract, you know, all these sorts of things. So, um, Wait, how, how old are you again? 30. 30, okay. Do you have a life plan, like life goals? Yeah, I have some. I have some. now in 10 years? I actually, for example. well the reason I'm going back to Perth is because I had, uh, I was like highly present in a moment. It was actually fucking beautiful. I'd like to be in state. But I was basically sat there and everything was just like, boom. And this voice went, where do you want to be in five years? And I was like, oh shit. And then it all just came to me. Relationship, travel, kids someday, living my purpose social impact, doing my adventure things, like I love downhill motorbike, uh, downhill riding, like focusing on my hobbies and interests. Yeah. Um, sure. I want to be super financially abundant, to be able to travel to and from Bali and other places when I want, um, to be a fantastic brother, to be a great uncle. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it, I am all those things, but <coughs> it's time to action moving towards them. Yeah. And, and then this thing at 40 brings around this whole new perspective of like, well, the next 10 years is really important to Don't enable me. No, no, but like to enable me for what that could look like in the future. Yeah. It's this important thing. And the important thing, I won't give you details, but... I want to. But the, the don't thing... Don't tell anyone that. I, told, I did tell someone, I told my sister a little bit. But, okay. But, but it was keep, like... Keep it to yourself. Why did you say that? Goals? I don't know. Goals are there for yourself. No one has to know what your goals are or your perspective in 10 years because it's that makes it... More the way I see it is if you have a goal, maybe within now five years, I'm not gonna share it with anyone. Like, it's not their business, it's my goal. And for you, yeah, it is for me. I wouldn't, I'm not bragging about it. I don't want to tell people about this because then it automatically seems like I'm not doing it for myself anymore. Interesting, you know what I mean? I like that, yeah. I for me, That's like, how I see it. And I'm not just—I'm not specifically saying that I shouldn't be telling them, but I'm but only saying you, that yeah. I—that I don't have to tell them. Like I yeah. don't see a reason to tell them. Yeah, bro, that makes—that's uh, interesting. Unless, I had, unless you have a psychologist, of course, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I talk—I talk to my coach about my goals and stuff. But I mean, that's interesting. But yeah, so there, there, there were these things. But the big thing that came through was that I always felt—I've just for a long time felt like I'm supposed to do something. Yeah in a specific space for a specific type of person. So I'm not gonna say any more detail than that, but like, that's just, I've had this like feeling in me. Yeah. And it was a little while ago, I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something in this space for these people. And uh, she basically said that the connection of that, what that could look like when I'm 40, and where the like, the more philanthropic edge of who I am, which yeah. is really a big part of me, becomes really alive. And I was like, that's fucking epic. So that, that realization and then uh, something that she had said was on my kind of vision board, but I hadn't put any more energy into it again. This is where, like, for me, realigning to my goals is really important. Now. Yeah. And going, like, there was a reason that was something that was important to me. But it, it felt so far out of my reach as a goal mm -hmm. at that point that I was like, I kind of just didn't want to focus on it anymore because it was it's a long way down the track. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really, really cool. So, with all of that, what's come come up for me is that what I'm working on is is 
really getting in touch with the super passionate clients that are motivated, have money, and know that they want their brand to be special and do something, yeah. and they're stuck. So like, they're not the expert in the field of brand, they, they don't necessarily know how to write the messaging, they've got a kind of a vision but there's too many things to think about. So for me it's like, alright, I want to hone in on a small number, like for me now, I really only want to take on two more clients. Okay. How many clients are you running right now? Uh, active projects is three. Okay. Three so there's two brands launching. One, both are going to be big. Both have investment backing, and they're going to be fucking big. So like, there's a there's a fair bit of work. Mm, the chunk of the work's done, but now it's about the ongoing stuff to like launch the brand. Yeah. That with another client I've been on retainer for a long time, and then a couple other projects that are coming up that are like uh, one-offs. Yeah. That's like capacity because after that, like for me, it's about doing super high quality work, and demonstrating my high worth and value for myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like, way you do one thing is way you do everything. So I'm like, okay, if that's what I'm doing, I've got to fucking do it with a small number. So what I'm working on now is kind of going like, I want to fucking just smash the work that I'm doing in such a way, not quickly, but like as in like really quality. fucking quality and be so proud of it and to yeah. look, to sit back and go like, my social impact, because I'm working with impact, is around, uh, which I call contribution, contributor brands, is that if I, when I do that for these guys, they get to do that. So by yeah. extension, my ripple effect is through them. Yeah, yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, sure. so really, it's, yeah, so really, it's become about just doing really high quality work and, and focusing on the projects that I really want to. And recently, I, I ended one with a, with a client where I was like, it wasn't motivating for me. Why not? And just not interesting at all? I believe that they have a really powerful social impact that they can have, and they languaged it when I did the vision extraction interview session with them at the start. But they're, they're, they're so focused on, like, it was want to make money. Which is okay, yeah. but when you just want to make money, it's hard to, it's to focus hard to, on other things. Yes. So, sure. so I was like, you go and do that, and I'm stepping away. Because yeah. it's, and that energy was actually, I realized, like, you know, I'll put up with clients that have some challenging energy sometimes when I know that their heart's in the right place and they're, they're moving towards, sure. like, a really important impact. Yeah. But if they're not, and it's just, like pity party and I'm like I'm not a fucking life coach right you know? yeah, yeah. and I don't mean it in disrespect I mean it in, I mean it in a very it's real quality. sense it's like yeah like I get your challenge but like you know if, if you need support in a more holistic way yeah I'm in brand and I know how to coach people and I love doing that but you have to want it otherwise what's the fucking point that's the thing yeah like it, that's what many companies they uh they know something is wrong, they know something's not working, but they don't want to hear it from, from like external people, from yeah. third parties. You tell them, yeah, well, there's no vision behind it, or people don't value your product enough, or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, well, that's not where their focus lies, or yeah. whatever. Because then it becomes more on, on an uh, emotional level, I would say, or more personal, really direct level. Okay, like, like what are your values? What are you... What do you want? And then they don't know what they want. For example, they just want either money, like your older uh, previous projects. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not open for any. Yeah. Any kind of. Uh, yeah. More detailed kind of uh, personal stuff. I would say. <coughs> but this is the thing, right? Like what you said there is like with the values and what, like why you're choosing to do what you're doing. For me, work is a part of you know the. It's like a. It's a part of the um, the maze of your life and what's important. Maybe maze, maybe puzzle. You know what I mean, like, yeah. <coughs> I guess what I'm saying is, like, if you break life down into various components of where your energy goes to create 
something that at the end you really, you know, have a legacy you're really excited about. For me, really, like, if you're spending fucking more than 50% of your week or something at work or traveling to work, like, yeah. fuck, make it something that's no not way. work. Yeah. Like, it can be challenging sometimes, and sometimes it's like, can't be fucked, but it's like, it, sure. you, your, your life path and journey is really about the freedom of choice to be who you want to be and do that's what you want to do. Yeah. Not, not to get a paycheck. That's it, really. However, yeah. some people, that's their choice, and they're comfortable with that. I'm never going to tell someone not to do that if that's what they want. Everyone should do what they fucking I agree, want. sure, yeah. They have to do what they want, but sometimes I don't realize. They have to open their eyes to see there is more out there, and some people are willing to do this, some people aren't. Mm. And that's why, well, for example, traveling or spending some time abroad is like a huge eye-opener for a yeah. lot of people. Because then they're like, well, there's a lot more out there yeah. than just driving to my job, to my nine-to-five job, yeah. and then drive back. Yeah, like, this is the thing like there's a there's a catalyst that needs to take place in order for somebody to look try and look through a different lens yeah you know? I think that's that's one of the really powerful things there it's like if that's working for you keep doing it and that's fine there's a little anecdote someone told me a little while ago is there um, there was like a, an, a couple they were in like their 50s and they lived their whole life in Australia never traveled and they thought going overseas was the worst and blah blah blah, blah. and then they finally decided to go over to uh, somewhere in Europe and then they were like, this is amazing. And they ended up just traveling like, constantly the rest of their See, lives. That's what I mean, yeah. But it's like, their it journey was- a small step. Yeah, but their journey was to wait till that point. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's journey is their own. If they were supposed to do it at 20, they would've. Yeah. And that's it, it's just that first step that yeah. people have to, well, I mean, they don't have to take it, but they have to be inspired enough to take it, <clears throat> or motivated enough. Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we're not trying to push people, but it's inspiring people in a way. Yeah. Like, I'm stoked to be here doing this now. And I'm also stoked to be doing my next part of my vision in Perth. Okay. Which yeah. I'm excited about too. What, you're born again in Mac? January. January, yeah. January 7th. Yeah. Man, I've already got, um, I've got about five breathwork clients ready to go when I get back as well. Shit. So that'd be really cool. Because that was a part of my nice. vision a long, like months ago. It was like was taking back some of these modalities to Perth and living living a grounded, conscious, spiritual... I don't like using those words anymore, but basically yeah. like taking the, the embodiment of who I am, what I've learned, and living in, in Perth for a bit with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of... Yeah, it's kind of what I'm, what I'm working on. I'm wanting to... High, the core of it is high quality and, and high fucking worth, yeah. both for self and totally. business, because it translates. Yeah. It's more self-fulfilling as well, in the end. Bro? It's not about money, it's more about quality or any any value you could give to a company or a person. And yeah. It's much more satisfying. Do you know what? i I got to disagree with that, because I think the money bit is integral <coughs> for the fulfillment. For the fulfillment, okay. yeah, because for me, like... I love having a conversation and contributing and chatting with people, but I'll only do it to a, to a point. If it's friends, I'll do a bit more, but still I have my limitation, right? Sure. And then it's, it's about like, well, energetically, like, as my energy goes out to other people for things, I, there's a point where I want that in return because yeah. I know I'm worthy of it. And therefore, it, the fulfillment, like, looking at, I, I'm not a monk. Even though my psychic says that uh, I've got some, like, intuitive monk type okay. nature, which I definitely don't see, but whatever, uh, is that, you know, a life of abundance 
will be fulfilling. I also want to be happy without it, but... <coughs> Bless me. I also want to be happy without it, but also I think money is an important part of the... Sure is. The, the slice of pie that makes a life fulfilling. Yeah. Like, for example, like, if I want to be able to, you know, if I'm back in Perth and I want to go downhill riding, like, one of the things I want to get involved in, I want to be able to fucking buy a bike. Yeah, true. Well, I'm not saying that money isn't important, but it's just the way of making money. That has to be fulfilling, I think. Mm. Like we said earlier, like you can be on paycheck somewhere, like for some kind of nine to five job, mm. and you can make a shitload of money. But if you if your job sucks, well then. Oh, I see. Yeah. That, yeah. That's fuck that. I mean. Like there has yeah. to be a balance of liking what you're doing yes. and making it enough, just okay. enough money to like what you're receiving. My mind was taking me more to like the concept of being a not-for-profit individual. You know, like not making okay. much money, asking for money, right. and having fulfillment that way. Which for me, like. Uh, I think it doesn't quite work. No. I think it's, I mean, I'm all for that lifestyle for some people, and I'm all for the actual <coughs> not for profit as well as the, the representation of a person that lives the not for profit life. Yeah. You know, low money contributes to community yeah. a lot. Yeah. But I think there's like, anyone I've ever met like that, they fucking, re- their energy reeks of lack yeah. and scarcity. Yeah. Always. I know. Because the, the future of, of your fulfillment relies on your giving more than you receive constantly yeah. which isn't an equilibrium so it's, it's not lack supposed of self-love to. too man i think mm. like lack of well maybe not self-love but they have to think about themselves more than they do at that point they give too much they mm. want to give too much because they need this kind of um, joy from giving you know yeah Rather than thinking about themselves and actually taking care of themselves for once. yeah that's, and that's, that's a fucking point though, isn't it? Because it is, it's about like, it is a constant state of giving yeah. to feel fulfilled, totally. which is draining. Yeah. I, I just like, continue to notice the energy difference between someone where you look at them and they're, they're like a pure contributor without really in the receiving space, which I tried to do for a little bit. Um, and then within a business being like that as well. I think like, the, 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 yeah, there's something, there's something innate within the human about earning your right and being worthy of it, that then creates more abundance. Yeah. Like I'm reading the science of getting rich, which is all about the secret and more of attraction. Mm-hmm. And even the getting rich thing makes me a bit uncomfortable, but I'm reading it and I was like, it was written fucking yonks ago. Like I'm talking about farming and shit, like that kind of, yeah, yeah. but it's like, it's so, it's so true around like the human way. I think like being in Bali, I looked at this kind of concept of like the monk or the spiritual blah, blah, blah. It's like there's, People just they, they, there's a there's a lack in there. There's not a like a fighting energy or forward direction, uh-huh. and you've got to have there's got to be money as well as like purpose behind the money sure. that makes it yeah. meaningful. I agree. It's different for everyone. Unless, well, I mean not unless, but with these people when they it's like a never-ending loop of giving. Like yeah. They will never feel fulfilled in a way because they need to do it more and more often because they never get anything in return yeah and that's the whole point wow, right. yeah powerful huh I like receiving yeah I don't sure. I'm, I'm, I work on it constantly yeah like even to a small compliment I take a moment breathe it in let it land that's it because yeah. then you're filling up your cup from an external in rather than like you know walking away from a great conversation where you've delivered all the value which you can feel good but you still expended more energy that's how you take that's how you not take things for granted you realize more like okay this is actually really uh, 
valuable for me or that was really neat. Um, you know when you receive something like it tends to I tend to uh, make it normal, you know, have a good conversation with someone and in the end it's like, okay, I had a good conversation, but in the end, when you actually think about it, you start taking it for granted because it becomes so normal. You know what I mean? Uh, it could be a conversation or it could be any kind of opportunity in your life where you're just like, okay, yeah, no, that's just coming to me and I haven't known shit for it. Right. That's what I've noticed the past couple of years. Like I haven't been doing shit to be honest. Like this is like actually the first time that I'm really driven to yeah. actually do something. But back then it was like, okay, yeah, here's a new job for you. Everything, everything mm. just came to me, and I took it all for granted. Yeah. Uh, and it's that's the earning thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. when you earn or receive something, it's like you said. Like it's good to sometimes just stand still and think about it. Like, yeah, I think like energetically in those moments, things will show up to get you going, but then you've got to like keep turning the wheel yourself. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, 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 for me, like being on the constant receiving end, like being given, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Earning is some masculine energy. Yeah. It's also like Definitely. the right of a human, you know what I mean? Like human beings, like it just literally feels better to have worked and challenged through something to earn the, the thing on the other side Definitely. and just be given to it, yeah. given it to you. Cause, that doesn't create character. That doesn't create. I mean. Doesn't create yeah. uh, memories and experiences and exactly. legacy and these sorts. Of yeah, you have to earn it. Yeah. Hang on. So you're motivated now. What are you? What are you? What are you motivated working on? Uh, I'll uh, show you after I have logged into the. Wi-Fi yeah. So it's um. All small letters, right? Yeah. A M O spa, and then I love ammo. Uh, I love ammo. I thought yeah. you said I love ammo spa. Right, I'll, sh- I'll show you the initial project that we were working on. This was yeah. in February. It's called Pitch, and we were actually supposed to organize a music production retreat here in Bali. So we rented two big-ass villas here in Chengdu. We invited four teachers or artists from all over the world. Yep, uh, oh, to, sick. To come teach for like uh, these, what is it, eight days. Um, we had 15 participants also from all over the world, so we're talking like Australia, Europe, uh, US, yeah. like from all over the place. Um, but this got cancelled, obviously, so here, uh, yeah, you can have a quick read if you want. Yeah, so we have built an exclusive destination complete with all-inclusive accommodation, seminars and production time where a small group of driven producers can get personal tutoring from industry experts. That's sick. Yeah. So bringing the experts to Bali on the retreat and bringing people to come and learn from them. Yes, like these people are familiar with these artists, so we're talking, they actually changed after... uh, after I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so we're talking here, yes, like these these guys are pretty big, guys. Uh, Yeah, like almost 100k followers on SoundCloud, like actual actual artists. Yes, notable. Uh, So the, the value that we offer to these people is that they can spend a full week with their favorite artists going surfing, going partying, producing music. Ah. Uh, tutored by them, like the full experience. Oh, and I love, dude, I just realized your audience there is that these these people who uh, who you bring as the production artists, they become your marketing channel as well, yes. right? Because yeah. they've got 100,000 followers, so let's say, all right, invite them. I'll I'll show you the result of that, like, because... Um, That's clever, bro. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Like we And use, it's authentic. It is. Like, there's one more uh, thing like this, it's called Soundcation, which is a little bit smaller, they don't use... Artist that big. I gotta admit, I like the I like pitch much better. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I gotta say, it was hard to get these artists on board, man. Was it? Yeah, like, in the end. Um, so, Culprit, he cancelled after, uh, after a while. So, we worked with him, these two, and then we got two more. One guy from the Netherlands who was really down to come. Mm. Um, but, you know, artists, like, or manager, or their managers, they're like, okay, there's just another email from a bunch of guys trying to organize some bullshit events, you know? Yeah. And they don't look at it, they just... It ends up in spam. They don't look at the email or whatever. Yeah, getting through to somebody like yeah. somebody of notoriety is always going to be quite challenging. Even though it could be very interesting for them. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, like, who, who doesn't want to come to Bali and teach there for a week to people that are actually and get dedicated? Paid, I imagine too. Sorry. And get paid, I imagine. And, and get paid. Yeah, for sure. Every flight, expenses, everything paid for. Yeah. So I mean, this is on hold pretty much. We had to refund all our participants, unfortunately, which is quite a quite a big uh, hit. Yeah. But you know, that's it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So we took the whole platform online. Or sorry, the whole concert online. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That does suck. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I would say it's on hold. It's gonna happen anyway. Like whenever it's, just, it's yeah. gonna be possible again, we're gonna be hosting. Like the, the plan is to host like. Uh, maybe three of these events per year, all over, like through the whole uh, world. Like one in Europe, then one in Bali, then one in South America, even though whatever. Like that's what we're aiming uh, for. But right now, it's all on hold. So, uh, which brings us to StereoGate. So these are online masterclasses by similar uh, artists. So we're looking at. Uh, So this guy, Mr. Bill, is a YouTube uh, live streamer. Yeah. Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. So he's like, yeah, 85,000 uh, subscribers. Like these guys are, are pretty big. Him too. He's, a, he's an actual artist. Like these two are live streamers, which are quite hard to sell to be honest, because they already have so much content out there, like, uh, tutorial-wise. And these guys, like the actual artists, like people are very willing to pay. I don't know, what is it, 35 or 50 euros to uh, to attend a must class Okay. So that's all I did behind this. And, like, so this is the current project? <coughs> yeah. And this one more, uh, this is coming up. Uh, Who built the website? A uh, friend of mine, he's a website developer. He does coding and everything. So I'd be great to get an intro, because this looks awesome. Yeah. It's nice. I've got two uh, projects that need work, that's why. Sorry? There's two projects I'm working on that need launching. Is that oh, really? An intro would be awesome, yeah. Ah, okay, sure. Well, what intro to him you mean? Sure, man. Yeah. Well, you met him yesterday. That was the guy, uh, Ma. Mike. Mike. The guy that was here. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, that's kind of what we're working on now. And, you know, the hardest part about this, again, is, is getting artists on board to, mm. make, it, to make it as uh, attractive. And Why do you think it's hard to get them on board? Because these artists can do it themselves already if they want to, but they don't. And the like the thing that we offer them is we do all marketing, we create a nice, nice fucking video for them. Uh, we do all advertising, whatever, and all they have to do is come up with one topic and do a one and one and a half hour workshop. And How much? Get, what's in it for them? Um, so, copycat. He's he's okay. It's based on on uh, Instagram or uh, social media engagement, like followers. He's not that big, but he's our best selling yet so far actually. So we're actually paying him 400 Australian dollars, uh, whereas we're making this 
times 15, which is about 750. Uh, we'll take all the ad advertising costs and stuff off. We don't make a lot, to be honest, but it's we're building a brand right now. Yeah, it's I was going to say. It's just... yeah, well, is, is it about... Is it about bringing on board the big, the big clients, or bringing in like an abundance of the the ones that have a cult following? Uh, right now, it's about bringing bringing in the big guys. Yeah. Like we were aiming for, like, okay, this is just a side thing. Like it's working, it's nice, and it's just to create a nice portfolio right here. I mean, this guy's big, he's quite big too. Masai is quite famous. We want this to be full of like, actual big guys, so that artists. Are like, well, this is legit. This is yeah. serious shit. Like, yeah. I want to be on board of this, so that they can actually be actually be proud of being part of Stereo Game. Yeah. That's what we want to become. Like right now, it's more focused on the uh, consumers, whereas like, uh, yeah. yeah, business to business or business to artists in this yeah. situation would be also very interesting for us. And the thing with that is, once we have their trust, and once we have this image. Uh, of what they're uh, trying to be part of or wanting to be part yeah. of then they can do some marketing for us as well like for, um, for example they would do an Instagram post and right now it's more like yeah sorry I don't want to do an, to do an Instagram post because it's not legit yet it's not right. cool, cool enough for my followers yet gotcha but they're willing to put their time into it they just won't market it sorry they're willing to put their time into it they just won't market it Exactly, yeah, we do all marketing, we get the Facebook uh, audience access, all that stuff to do the marketing, and that's, that's our part, and all they have to do is just come up with a nice topic, prepare a small workshop, one and a half hour, and, and that's it. And, yeah, so the, the thing we're offering for the participants is that they, uh, that there's a maximum capacity yeah. of either 10, 15, or 20 uh, participants, so they can actually interact with the audience. Get value from it. Yeah. Man, I hear what you're saying about the big, the big guys. The challenge for me that comes up around this is that for a new brand that wants to have like really powerful credibility and uh, trust, working with, uh, essentially this becomes, this is like an influencer model really, ambassadors, right? Yeah. You know, to, for them to be interested, you've got to have a really great network or have a really fucking compelling offer. That's what comes yeah, up that's for me. It. Yeah, and, 100%. If, if you have one or, one or both, awesome. Um, but otherwise, what, what I think about is like an ascension ladder. Sorry? An ascension ladder. It's like, because you're proving the concept more and more and more. So if you have like, you know, a lower tier producer with a cult following, yeah. great reputation, then like slightly bigger, slightly bigger, slightly bigger, and you could even measure it based upon just the, the followers of SoundCloud. Uh -huh. yeah, then yeah, you have an ascension. Really... Yeah. You know what I mean? Then yeah. you get like fucking Steve Aoki on there or something. Yeah, but then the thing is, it's hard to build to build this thing up from the bottom. Like, if we want to attract the big guys, we need big guys on here. And that's the thing. If, if someone with two hundred thousand, yeah. So how do you get the big guys? Yeah, come with a really compelling offer, uh, which. Well, what's a compelling offer? Money in this case. Really. But the, but the, we're like, okay, so what's a, what's one of the big guys earning a year with their own stuff? Uh, let's not talk about year, let's talk about per gig. Okay. Uh, so we're asking for one and a half hour of time, well, plus some preparation, let's say two and a half hours maybe. An artist like this, he's asking 450 euros, which is, God knows how much it is. It's like a thousand bucks. I think so, yeah. 
Right, so so a gig for what? So that's so we're saying seven hundred Australian dollars or four hundred and fifty euros for the guys that who's who's an example of someone you want to be on the platform? Okay, uh, only thing is we had contact with a um, what do you call this uh, network guy between artists. I would say he uh, he saw one of our ads and he contacted us like, yeah. hey, if you need help with connecting to artists, artists to get them on board. Let me know. So we had a quick call with him. Like one of the artists he is uh, dealing with, is, he's not an artist manager or anything. He just connects. As Black Sun Empire, they're from the Netherlands, but they have quite like a big audience. Yeah, like, uh, 160,000 people following or liking. With Facebook whatever. as well, which is like probably not one of the bigger platforms for following, right? Not really. Um, it's all right, I guess. Like Facebook is doing pretty well on our ads, to be honest. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, if you're an artist, your biggest following will be on Spotify, right? Oh yeah. As sure. in, like, numbers. Yeah. Number, so that's like a that's a good number for Facebook, which is not the definitely. the relevant yeah. platform. Like, we're looking at their Spotify. We're talking <coughs> monthly listeners, one hundred and fifty thousand, which is quite. It's actually good. quite similar to the Facebook number, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. And these, yeah, I mean, they'll have more than a million plays. So yeah, this is. We actually asked him, like, could you connect uh, like us with them? And that would be a big step for us if we could, because then it's credibility what counts. Yeah. Then the, uh, like the and how much would he earn a gig, though? That's a, that's a good question. That's, we can't find out. We have to ask them. Like, we have to contact their management and like, negotiate. But what do you think it would be? Like, based on, like, what's, a, what's a typical ticket price? And they, they would have what? Like, how many people would attend? Uh, well, that's... Normally, for their parties, where they play, you pay 15 uh, euros, but then more DJs are playing, obviously. Okay. Um, I think their, their fee would be around 1,000 to 1,300, to be honest. Euros? Yeah. For a gig? That's actually pretty easy for you to fill a gap. In what way? Okay. Well, I mean, fuck, because if they're earning like 1,000 bucks a night, Plus all the planning, travel, the communications of a live venue, yeah. versus like your admin for them to sit in front of a camera for an hour with the artist manager where once they've done one, it can actually be like pretty streamlined. That's a fucking compelling offer. True. They can make more money by doing, doing one this. or two with you yeah. than they could by going face to face. And yes. what you sell is the impact. It's like legacy. It's like, hey, so you're an artist, you've got people that love your, your work, but how yeah. about you, you train the next generation of producers? That's it. And then you ha you're, you're, you're giving Ooh, back. That's a good one, Wayne. You like that? i got to write down some uh, glossary. Good thing it's on the, uh, the podcast, too. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Man, I love that. Just as I looked at that, it went 34 minutes and 43 seconds. Three, I'm, big four, on, four, three. I'm big on number alignment. Yeah, man, me too. <laughs> Yeah, like that's good. And like in the end, or whatever you say. Yeah, some music producers, yeah. Well, it's legacy, right? Yeah. Your legacy is obviously going to be like their audience members, but how do you continue your legacy? Well, you have people that have, that take your style, create their own, and then, you know, the next big artist was influenced by. Yeah. That's fucking, that pulls in, that pulls in like a way bigger heartstring. And it's true. 
It's like, you know, you're training somebody who's going to go and deliver so, so much enjoyment across the planet through their music. Yeah, but the tricky part is a chef doesn't give away his recipe. Not like that. Yeah, that's but, but that's yeah. the whole part about this. Like, nobody just wants to share their secrets. Even though... Yeah, might... but, but, but you don't have to pitch it that way. Like, the tutelage doesn't need to be, here's, here's my step-by-step -step guide to make my song. It's, no, no, it's no. like me being in the room with you to give you that. techniques or whatever. Yeah, yeah and, then, sure. and then giving feedback on that person's music to them to hone it. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the gift. And people are going to try and make their own sound but also be inspired by other people's they music will. anyway because Definitely. I read it in a book a long time ago. I think it was the, I can't remember now, but it's like nothing is original. Nothing's completely not. original. There's just like offshoots. It's always influenced by something. Exactly, yeah. and that's a good thing. Yeah. Like we just yeah. things keep evolving and changing, and we merge. And so for me, like the whole proposition here is just is potentially it's like it's a, a greater money earner for them, but you're also giving them an opportunity to sh to, to create a legacy outside of the fans. Like be yeah. responsible for creating the next generation of epic producers. And then here's the thing: so like. This guy, he has 158,000 followers. Imagine he, he works with 15 people. Each of them gets 10,000 followers. You've just doubled the positive impact of music on people's lives from an extra hour of his time. Yeah. An hour yeah, and a half of sure. his time. It's like, bro, you don't want to do this? Interesting how you look at this, really. Like, I mean, this is perfect because you're a different perspective than us. I mean, we are doing this because this is what we would do ourselves. Mm. I would pay 50 euros to attend a lecture or masterclass by one of these artists, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, and that's your, that's your fucking motivation, bro. Yeah, but you're now moving, more looking at it from artist perspective, which is good, that's what we need. Well, it's, it's hard for us to, to look at it that way. Well, the brand is the artist perspective, because the, 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 the brand is the extension of what you guys are passionate about, because you would do it. And then the artist is, is essentially, what the artist is delivering to the world is the brand. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's like you feeding so in your truth into it, and then it feeds the artist's truth into the world. Yeah, because it's not about you once it's marketing. Once it's being marketed, True. it's like you're creating the uh, you're creating the um, the product or service that you would want to attend yourself. But the brand does so much more than you probably could ever imagine. I reckon. Yeah. And that's how this thing becomes huge. And that's why I was suggesting like you can we can work with the big guys. We can also work with the smaller guys because they want the money and they'll probably be, be very inspired to They're try and create very a fucking... willing to do to yeah. become part of it yeah because then Definitely. you can tier it right you can have like it becomes exciting to be <coughs> tiered so it's like yeah we'll let you in you know if you've got you know zero I don't know like a thousand to ten thousand followers we have, on we have SoundCloud tiers. We, we wrote it down in tiers actually on beautiful because yeah. then it's like you bring that, those guys in that's the flat fee yeah but once you come and do it and then once you have X number we'll pay you double then we'll pay you triple. That's it. You know, and it's an ascension model for them too. So they're 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 growing and moving towards something, I'll and they're getting you. their worth. I'll show you the conditions that we uh, we deal with proposal fees. So yeah, high level artists. This is all based on likes as well or engagement. So Spotify plays Facebook likes. Instagram That's likes. good. So we're looking. Oh, sorry. Wait. Uh, here we go. So we also record the video and we sell it afterwards, which we can Ah, uh, so people can then here. buy the on demand. Yeah, it's like for half the price and they can re-watch the live stream or watch the live stream that already took place and all that stuff. Yeah, it's going pretty well actually. Yeah. 
So yeah, high level, mid level, uh, entry level. So that's like how much we would charge them, and this would be like Blackstone Empire, the ones above, like um, close to a hundred thousand likes or plus, like hundred to two hundred thousand likes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's like I said, it's hard to estimate these costs because every artist deals with a different fee when it comes to. Uh, because yeah. like then you have this thing it's like do you want to invest in like a big player that you won't make your money back off but like sets the brand up for the future <laughs> or like tier it over time that's what we're doing now we want to just get the big guy yes cool yeah I like that I mean, go it's, big it's going to be an investment yes but that's 100% worth it really if we can establish a proper brand like that yeah I mean I believe you can 100% you can do it you're already doing it. For yeah, one. right. Yeah, I mean it's already it's already quite credible with these artists, but we just want more. Yeah. And, like the thing is about these artists that we have now, everybody knows these two because that's who they learned it from, pretty much. All every drum and bass dubstep producer has definitely like at least watched one of their tutorials. Who would be the best person that you would want to work with? Of like, these two, or no, or out there. Like, who out would there? you really want to bring in? It would be like a fucking game changer. Oh man. Well, the thing is that we're right now is still quite niche when it comes to the genre. This is all drum and bass dubstep, but we want to expand towards house and techno because there's a lot more. I wouldn't say money, but interest. In yeah, that. it's a bigger pool, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. Like, I mean, you have the cult following with this, but then you have the. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a fucking bigger fucking pond to fish in. <coughs> oh yeah. 100%. So who would it be? Well, probably, well, I mean, we have to be realistic, though, like Disclosure, for example. That's sick. That would be awesome. Have you messaged them? Not yet. <laughs> we, we could, but the thing is, we need a really compelling, attractive email. A compelling, or a sorry, well, attractive headliner and an attractive text that, that actually just makes our head go like okay well this is super interesting i want to be part of this yeah well what about the legacy piece yeah exactly yeah that's what i mean that's the i think that's i think that's your way to to connect with them because if i'm if i'm an artist what matters to me like once i've made it big i mean i can make money but like what's the most important thing ever that i go to my deathbed and i've i've done more than just make the money we were just talking about that we want fulfillment yeah and if they've got if they've got a captive audience already how do you level them up on that well train the future generations Create a fucking positive ripple. Bring someone else's vision and dream to life. These people are so motivated, but they don't have the skills. Imagine if you get to then teach them how to produce music so that they can walk in your path too. That's a fucking great thing. And those yes, guys that are is. big and have made the money, like it won't be just about the money anymore. Like no, exactly. for the artist, it'll be about their contribution to the planet. Yeah, like in a way that's already quite... I wouldn't say clear, but they know it. Like this is there's that's the message it. behind it. Exactly. Yeah, you got to say it. You got to. And I think that's just, that's a short, basic. Yeah, so I think this is where like your branding comes around to it. It's like, yeah, like. like I don't know. How would you feel about training the next generation or the next? Uh, where was it? Legacy I mean, of your music producers. I mean, let's uh, let's wrap up the podcast and then I'll help you. Yeah, man. Let's yeah. Go. You want a drink? I appreciate it, bro. Me too. This is exciting. Yeah. I love doing this shit. It's me like, too, me too, man. It's, it's really like, it's people, 
people have these so passionate about their things and, and when you're in it you just can't see the other perspectives and also That's like my really specific thing is this so it's like to be able to see what you guys are doing and like man I would love in you know six months time you to like send me a link and you're like check out this disclosure <laughs> yeah. on the homepage and I'll be right. like because that's your goal now you just said it you've got to get the disclosure on yeah that, right. that would be the goal let's wrap it up so, so we're going to see disclosure on Stereogate doing uh, training for yeah, the future say, generations uh, June, of June June 10th 2021 it's my birthday <laughs> done thanks bro alright thank you very much for listening I hope you got some value from there as you can see, it was a, a windy conversation that went in a bunch of different directions, and that's the beauty of us catching up, chatting, shooting the shit, and seeing what comes through naturally. If you have any questions about how you can make your brand contribute more positively, reach out. Otherwise, I hope there's some tidbits in there that you can take with you that will help you with your brand today.